Greetings, this is Brother Leroy, and I want to thank you for taking out your time from your busy schedule to be with us. It is a privilege that I can't tell you how much it means to me to be able to represent God Almighty, the God who created heaven and earth. And I want to thank those of you who have uh, support the ministry with your prayers, your love, and your financial offerings. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for your word. And Father, we thank you. Your word is taking us from level to level to level to level. And we thank you that eyes of understanding has been enlightened. We've been sharing with you. Uh, always remember this. Our foundation scriptures for every message is uh, Hebrews 11.1. 1, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then Hebrews 11.6. Uh, excuse me. Hebrews 11.6. Without Faith is impossible. Please, God. Hebrews 11, 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so, oh, and, and our title, our message has been, Mary has chosen. And the reason is, you know, we, we uh, reading this scripture in Matthew eleven twenty three, which says, After all, if the miracles that were done among you had been done in Sodom, it will still be here today. And, you know, we share with you how the scripture says, study to show yourself approved and that believers, believers are supposed to be the most consistent, constant individuals walking the earth room. I remember some years ago, my wife and I, we were teaching uh, some life skills at a halfway house. And uh, I think for about the first three, maybe four weeks, the, the, uh, we, we went on a Thursday, but like for the first three to four uh, weeks, uh, on Wednesday night, the, we would get a call. And finally, like on the third or fourth time, the wife, my wife says, why uh, do you call us every Wednesday to remind us uh, uh, to, to come? And, and she said, well, Miss Johnson, she says, so many people promise that they're going to be here. And the ladies are excited uh, to have them come and looking forward to that time. And they said they don't show up. And I tell you, we were so consistent. We went there uh, one time and the place was closed. And so the next day, my wife, my wife uh, talked, called the, the, the lady, the manager. And she said, well, I just didn't believe anybody would come because, uh, you know, it was doing this. It was, and my wife said, the roads was open. So what did they have to do with it? That's the kind, and there's been times that I've gone to church and the church was closed because uh, it's like every little thing that comes to a believer, many of the body of Christ, every little thing that happens, we say no. Now I'm, you know, something. Now, I, there are times, for example, we we do we do a, we drive a good distance sometime in, in in ministering at different places, and 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 the weather it looks a certain way, and I'll take and call the highway patrol and talk to them. I'll take and call the the, the street the, uh, the 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 street department, the maintenance people. I call everybody that has anything to do with the conditions of the weather. I'll call people that I'm acquainted with in that area, the institution, because sometimes at the institution they say it's so bad we will not let the men out. Well, when we're told they're not going to let the men out, the highway the state troopers, the highway patrol, all the officers say. Then, then we don't go. See, the scripture says uh, uh, you, uh, wi wisdom is the principal thing. Know this as a believer, the word of you, the word of God and the walk of faith is never separated from wisdom. I know we have an acquaintance of ours and, uh, the, the, and they went to a church where the pastor was saying like, Hey, be here, be here, be here, be here, be here, be here. It was no exception. And and the person, they left the house and they end up almost, if, if they didn't go off the road, they did. And then the person realized, you know what? I wasn't listening to my, my spirit. So the, the word, the church, had, the church 
is a very important piece of being an overcoming believer, but it's not the end to all. Okay, and so and we all we, we constantly we, we're constantly want to share this point because this is so important. This is the one thing that I did, and I knew very little of the Word of God when I got born again. But I realized, and, and the Spirit of God got it across to me. If I want to be what God wanted me to be, and not to be like so many uh, some the terms you fakey Christians, then I had to renew my mind. Because many people, I've heard people say, well, I'm a Christian because my grandfather was a Christian. I'm a Christian because my mother's a Christian. Or, or I go to, but these, see, being a believer, this, actually the, the word Christian is only used a few times in the Bible. It's not used that many times in the Bible. But it, we, uh, we are, I am a believer. I believe in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. I believe this word from, from, uh, 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 Genesis to Revelation, and I make all this word that's under the new covenant that pertains to me. I make it mine. But we, we saying uh, Romans twelve two says, "Be transformed by renewing of your mind." I, I know my wife and I. My wife said to me not long ago. She said, "You know, I can tell where most people are in in their spiritual walk by listening to them." for five minutes why is that they have not renewed their mind and so let's see in the in the word of god there is no such thing as failure for a believer in the word of god there's no such thing as sickness for the believer in the word of god there's no such thing uh, for a believer to be sick there's no such thing in in the word of god for a believer to be depressed or sad or unhappy but when you have not renewed your mind and you have not done what we re you have not allowed you have not had the seed sown as we read before, last time you have not had the seed sown and guarded that seed against uh, worry the things of this world the deceitfulness despair distress all those things are persecution let me say this if you, the scripture says those that live godly shall suffer persecution. And, you know, i tell you something else I've heard much of. There's many people, many believers who will tell you they don't want to be wealthy. They don't want to be rich. And the reason is they don't want the persecution. But see, what they're realizing is when you focus on wealth and riches just for yourself, you're missing it. But the scripture even tells the person who has rich, they have greater responsibility than, than the person who doesn't. And the kingdom of God, from Jesus' day until Jesus comes back, and, and as long as there's any kind of work of God, even after the tribulation, the work of God will always need wealth. Jesus himself had people who supported him. So as I was, I share, I've shared before, uh, many people come against wealth, but John three sixteen is the wealthiest, most prosperous scripture in the Bible. The scriptures, the scripture says, uh, "What good does it do a man to uh, win the whole world and lose his soul?" And if you don't think about, if you think about, okay, we, they're not talking about salvation. What good does it do if you you're crazy? Because your soul is your mind, your will, and emotions. And I, over the years, especially back uh, in the 70s and 80s, I had opportunity to, to minister and associate with, with the full gospel businessmen. I met numerous 
heads of large companies, presidents and vice presidents, who were at the head, but yet they had they they didn't have happiness at their home. They they found they they couldn't eat, they couldn't sleep, they were addicted to different things, and but yet they had from the outside it looked like they had everything. I've met some I've met people who lived in some of the biggest homes, drove some of the finest cars, had all the jewelries, but yet their relationship was was so terrible that I mean I've, I've been in homes where the people just begged you just begged me please just spend a little time talk to me uh, my husband doesn't talk to me my wife don't talk to me my children don't talk to me uh, just desperate and why was that they had not renewed their mind because one thing when you renew your mind with the word of God and and you keep your heart and you don't let the evil things come in like we read. But you know, remember we were talking about the stress, the persecution, uh, the deceitfulness of wealth, disaster, other things. When you renew your mind and you keep those things from coming in your life, I want you to know God will cause people to come come across your path. And now think about it. the scripture says he is a husband to the widow. So in other words, God, whatever your circumstances and situation is. God will provide the means and the answer if you would diligently seek him. And here's another thing. Start out where you are at. If there's one chapter, one verse, you study, you read, you do what you can do. That, that's another thing about uh, a, a true understanding of the word of God. God has done his part. Now he needs to do your part. You know, I, I sometimes this happened. Uh, the person, um, the person said, "Well, you know what? The electric people. Uh, the, I was helping this doing this troubleshooting. The person said, "Well, the electric people say my electric is turned on, but I still don't have no lights." I said, "Well, I went and looked at the meter, and I said, yes, the meter is on.'" She said, "But I don't have any electricity." I said, "Have you turned the?" Have you hit the light switch? She said, no, but he told me. And so I'm thinking, well, miss, you have to turn the light switch on to have the electricity. Electricity is waiting to come into your house. And that is the way God is waiting. As the scripture says, be, Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. See, if God was in control, he wouldn't have to knock. If God was knew what you wanted, he would just come in. But no, he wants you to come in. Okay, let's read, let's read Mark, the fourth chapter, the 26th verse. The kingdom of God is like this. A man sow, the man scatters seeds on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. The seed sprouts and grows. Although he doesn't know how, the soil, the heart, produces a crop by itself. First the blade, then the head, then the full grain on the head. As soon as a crop is ready... He sends the sickle because the harvest has come. So you see, there comes a time when it comes to the things of God that you have to act. Uh, there's, there's a scripture where Paul or Paul was preaching and, and the man heard the word. And Paul said, you know, Paul said this. He, he saw his scripture said he saw the man had faith. Remember, we've shared with you how in James faith without works or corresponding action does not produce um um and so there's a there's a scripture turn to proverbs proverbs 30 25 
I've seen this. I've seen this numerous times. Numerous times. And most of the time, I know the people are not going to get the results. Uh, for example, many, many, for example, never said, I'm just using this as one thing. Many, many never study healing on their own until something is wrong in their body or other areas of life. But again, the word has the answer. Uh, let's turn, uh, let, uh, turn to Hebrew, uh, excuse me, Proverbs 30, 30, 25. Ants are a strong people, yet they store up their food in the summer. And see what the ants are doing, uh, they are they are providing for themselves while conditions are good. Where see the ants have enough sense to to get their food, their supplies before. Winter comes. Well, see, winter is an example of when things are dying or dead. And see, that's why, as a believer, you must store up in your heart, and we're using healing, store up in your heart concerning healing before the enemy attacks you. But so many people, they don't study healing. They don't study prosperity. They, like, like I share, I share with people who are uh, uh, getting older, and I tell them, you need to study the scripture that talks about living long and prospering and being strong. Before you, uh, I tell teenagers this: start studying the word now. And where you have an abundance of revelation and the word concerning your health. Your mind, your whole being, is strong now. Uh, you know, for, uh, third John, third John, one says, "Beloved, I pray or I wish that you be, uh, 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 prosper in your soul, even as in your health." So, in other words, that scripture is saying God wants us to be prosperous in everything, everything. But many, many are not. But God wants you. God wants you to prosper. Uh, there's a verse in Corinthians says, uh, uh, Amplified says, I desire that you have enough to give to every good and worthwhile cause. Can you imagine how much wealth it would take to be able to give to every good and worthwhile cause? But that's what God wants you. He wants you to prosper in, uh, in every way. He does not want you or yours to be lacking in any way. So with, next time, we're going to start off with Third John and then continue on and uh, concern this message. I want you to know God loves you. God loves you. And he has wants and has more for you and yours. This is Brother Lee Roy saying be blessed.